If you're like, are you in a construction area right now? Yeah, I am. You're seeing correctly. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Ice Cubes and Peppers. In today's episode, we will discuss what I learned in all the years that I suffered from binge eating disorder. I lost a lot of weight. I do want to be authentic, though. I still have some tendencies, you know, that I have to work on. But the main issue of binge eating is binging, urges, all that stuff, cravings, emotional eating. And that, to me, is just not as big of a topic as it used to be. The first thing is... Um, that I learned is that healing is not linear. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. It's it's all of it, you know? It's the whole journey. Comparing yourself also to other people and um, being like, oh, they lost 10 pounds in such a short amount of time. I just want to be able to do that. Well, guess what? Suzanne over there probably never struggled with binge eating. And if she did, she wouldn't lose this weight this fast probably in a healthy way okay because we're focusing on healthy weight loss because that is the sustainable weight loss also i'm wearing my rick and morty shirt i it seems like that's all i wear and it pretty much is the second thing is um professional help is the start to amazing things <laughs> I had therapy for specifically my binge eating and also for other issues in my life and um, it both helped a lot and I can say that it's one of the most important things ever. The third thing is that I would recommend to everyone is since this is like a whole emotional topic you know I try to make it like very lighthearted here and try to make you see the rational side of it so gaining rational information in general is important so like googling just like not obsessing over stuff i'm not talking about that you can't really see the sun and the dirty window but the sun is red right now it looks really dope because basically seeing things from a rational perspective with everything also psychology and whatever neuroscience seeing this from this perspective makes you gain the distance between you and this very emotional topic you're asking a friend about your relationship and they give you advice and it's from a very rational perspective and you feel like a different human being after this conversation how am i going to implement this rational advice into my life but you gain a different perspective learning about nutrition and how physical hunger for example also works because i would like not eat for like six hours and then be like oh i'm craving stuff and i'm having urges oh that's emotional no that wasn't emotional hunger that was physical hunger my friend your body needs energy what the hell like put some food in there learning about micro and macro nutrients so protein fats and carbs is the most important thing and not believing in all these bullshit things like don't eat past 7 p.m that's bullshit no as well as these shakes that are supposed to be so great no and don't even get me started on fit tummy tea oh my god i do not believe that people still buy it or for starters that people promote this stuff this makes me sick to my stomach honestly like kylie jenner sis 
you have a lot of money. Google macronutrients, how to build a good meal, how to build a nutritious meal. Inform yourself about situation, about all the rational aspects of nutrition and how your brain works. The next thing is that you have to know that most of these influencers and stars, celebrities, they they have suffered from eating disorders in the past. So maybe not binge eating. Most of them are anorexic some of them were um for example alexis ran she's an influencer and she you know a lot of people follow her also because of her body because she's pretty she has a you know what society says a perfect body but she did suffer with an eating disorder i don't know how it's going now for her but she admitted it and she talked about it openly and it's really important to know that even when you're watching people who are skinny it seems like heaven and to be very honest i i found myself thinking oh i wish i could just have anorexia instead of binge eating because then at least i would be skinny and this is a thought where people are maybe like oh my god you downplay anorexia no it's just i feel like a lot of people who have binge eating disorder they you know you just want to lose weight and it doesn't matter what it will cost at one point you just want to restrict you just want maybe another eating disorder that will that would rather lead to weight loss instead of weight gain because you're just so sick of feeling judged judging yourself looking in the mirror not being able to you know see yourself in a good light eating disorders that go into the different direction of where it's like people lose weight i mean people can still lose weight actually with binge eating disorder then it's usually connected to bulimia like sport addiction or whatsoever but you know what i'm saying like the typical binging and like not restricting as much you know and like therefore g gaining weight eating disorders that go into the different direction are insanely harmful and the most deadly imagine you can be skinny but then you know you will probably die in like three weeks if you keep this up the other direction of eating disorders is bad and you can easily die from it the next thing is that when you google you know how to lose weight fast how to da, 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 what i eat in a day it is so incredibly individual that's what i used to think when i like watched most of these what i eat in a day type of vlogs from influencers they would eat like a burger they would usually eat like unhealthy some of them would also have the like instagram aesthetic but i'm talking about these people who just like eat crap but they're still skinny well my friend it's because they just don't eat a lot of it you know so this and then also it's just not nutritious these what i eat in a days will not do anything good for you they will only trigger you and will make you feel like you need to change your life immediately do everything differently well, I can tell you this will not work. To have consistent and sustainable change in your life and adapt a new lifestyle, you have to find your very own practical habits and things and meals and everything that you have and prepare. And you can even like listen to all the advice that I'm giving you here, you know. And I can tell you that these are my very practical tips and tricks that I used. But to be very honest, even when my dietitian told me her strategies, I didn't adapt all of them. I didn't adapt to very honest most of them. Most of the stuff I learned 
when I was talking to a meditation was just about nutrition, you know, it was the very practical side of everything, you know. I learned a lot about carbs, about protein, about macronutrients, all in all. That was great. But the very practical tips I needed um, to get over my binge eating, I had to, for some, this SOS box I talked about in like my first episode, that's doing it for them. For some, it's like, heck no, I'm never going to do that. And they're never going to do that. And guess what? They will. That's what I um, found in generally like uh, mental illnesses. Everyone has their very own way to cope. You can follow a lot of these people and, you know, grab advice here and there. It's like a buffet. Grab something from everything, just a little bit. Mix it all and see. Have a colorful plate, you know, in front of you. And then see. But also don't give up too fast you know because habits they need to be repeated and repeated and repeated until they freaking work that shit's some hard work and i'm not going to sugarcoat it right because in order to form new neural pathways it's hard work you're taking the same route to work every day you're used to it the feeling of you know urges and cravings they will show and you have to take the other route it's like solo traveling, you know? I solo traveled to Venice, Italy. In the beginning it was very rough, but then it was a lot of fun. You're like, holy heck, holy heck, which ferry do you have to take? <laughs> okay, the next thing is patience is a big thing. I just wrote down patience, mindfulness. Stimulus, isolation, delete Instagram. If Jessica over there is doing much better, you feel like, go away, go away, Jessica. <laughs> We don't need you on my Instagram feed or we don't even need Instagram at all. Patience is a huge one. This My eating disorder taught me a lot of cool things. Sounds weird. It does. But also binge eating and all eating disorders come with different mental health issues and symptoms. And they all teach you something. That's... Even my fear of intimacy is teaching me stuff all day, every day. Make I could never have this perspective if it wasn't for my eating disorder, for my trauma and everything I went through in my childhood. The beauty of mental health issues is that you can connect to people who also went the very same path. And you can connect to people like that on a very deep level, I found. And... You know, because at the end of the day, we all want to get skinny, we all want to lose weight, and we all want to be perfect, look perfect every day, because we want to connect to people, right? And the thing is, about having seen the very depths that life brings you, um, is that you have a huge contrast. You know, sitting here looking at the sunset and being in this beautiful construction area, I can appreciate this. This is a metaphor, obviously, but you can appreciate a lot of things in deeper ways compared to how other people look at stuff, you know? Basically, someone who's never seen darkness, they won't appreciate a great sunset like there is right now. I can't talk anymore. But they will never appreciate the sunlight hitting their skin like you will. Because you sat in darkness a lot. And you know what it's like to to not see the light, you know? People who come out of darkness, 
to stay with that metaphor, um, they they grow in a totally different way. And I just have to say that that that's just a personal thing. But I find myself connecting to people more easily when they also went through some stuff, you know, trauma and whatsoever. It's just nice to like talk to people about it. And, you know, we all just want to connect at the end of the day and we can. The fact is there are millions of people who suffer with the very same thing and who suffer from the very same thing as you. And we can all learn from each other and we can grow together. And being aware of the fact that there's connection everywhere in this feeling negative emotions from time to time for different reasons. But we're connected in that way always. And that's just what I want to say here. And also um, awareness will bring you light. It will bring you light in times where usually people can't see light, you know. And no matter what happens, when you realize that the only thing that's ever consistent is your breath, truly, no matter how high the tides are, that's the only rock you will have. It's not people, it's not pets, sadly, it's not... A lot of beautiful things, they just have to go, you know? And realizing that we only ever have the present moment. So thinking about what you ate yesterday, that you binged five minutes ago, this was, this already happened. It's in the past. If you truly think about this, and I, I had trouble really grasping this concept, but the only thing we ever have is this very moment right now. And just as I said it, it's not here anymore. It happened two seconds ago. No, it's not here anymore. So like the concept of time and how everything is moving. I could talk about this for hours and hours. And this freaking sunset and this construction area is making me sentimental. <laughs> but damn it. That's all we ever have. So holding on to all these things. Will it do something? No, it won't do anything for you, to be very exact. Letting go is a lot easier than holding on the entire time on a really big bag, you know? Meditation is the only thing that can really bring you this comfort of letting go, truly, and not attaching to anything because there's nothing to attach to. Everything that we feel, everything that we see, it's like I'm high right now, but I'm not, I swear. These are just like my daily thoughts and... Yeah, give me a microphone and a laptop and a construction area and a sunset and <laughs> I'm high off of that. That was a lot of rambling, but I hope it helped you in some way and um, motivated you to meditate. I will not stop saying this because it's the most helpful thing ever. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and had some fun with me in this construction area and the sunset and my laptop standing on some weird... I don't know what boxes. This was really nice for me. It was like a therapy session for myself. Because it's like a, taking a walk into my past. And um, when I talk about these issues, I always come back to that place kind of, you know. And these emotions come up of like helplessness and how I used to feel. And now sitting here in this very present moment and not suffering from that anymore is so freeing and 
I want you to know that it's possible. I never thought I would lose weight, never in my entire life. And I never thought I could get out of the binge eating thing. But I wish you guys a very great Sunday or whenever you see this. A great start into the week, a great start into the weekend. And um, I hope and I hope to see you guys in the next podcast episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. I'm Melody, your host. Have a good one.